Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tank Tuesday, couple bros here, PHNX Cardinals podcast. Welcome in. I'm Johnny Venerable. Who's that? That's Bo Brock, live at the PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. How's everybody living today? Cardinals are traveling, Bo Brock. Not us. We're here in bright, sunny Phoenix, Arizona. Ready to talk some ball with all the peeps in the chat. Look at us. Yeah, we're, we're making some moves already. You're moving to my left, and uh, we're getting fired up here on the program. We got to, yeah, everybody, you're flexing on them, Johnny. We're, we're It's Tank Tuesday. We're celebrating everything that is tank. And if you look at this Arizona Cardinals roster, sure, you can be as optimistic, and that's great, right? And think that they can overachieve, but there's some fun parts to tanking, right? And that includes top draft picks, looking at some of the top prospects in the college football season, just thinking about the future of this organization because that's where all the fun lies from Anias for Jonathan Gannett. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much for all the comments in the chat. Already hit that like button. We are off our soapbox from yesterday. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I promise I won't bring him up today. Um, and now it's time to talk about real players that play for the Arizona Cardinals. And you know, I woke up this morning, Bo, and I'm like, well, Cardinals aren't practicing today. It's a travel day. They're going to Minnesota, and they're going to have practice there. Kyler Murray's with them. And I'm like thinking to myself, when is Kyler Murray's deadline to come off of PUP? That's like two or three weeks away, right? Like we, we got some time. We got some built-in mm-hmm. time for K1 to, to come back. Oh, whoops, it's a week away. So today's yeah. Tuesday. And this time next week, we will know definitively is Kyler Murray coming back sooner rather than later, or is it going to be a while? Because if you didn't know this, they have to submit him to activate him off of PUP, do the Arizona Cardinals by Tuesday, August 29th. And if anybody here thinks that the Arizona Cardinals are doing that, if they do it before the 29th, they are not going to. It's either going to be next Tuesday or nada. So start the show today, Bob Brock. What's the latest with K1? What are your thoughts, feelings, concerns as it relates to the franchise quarterback potentially missing at least four games into the regular season? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously one of those things where it's uh, like anything with Kyler. It's a polarizing subject. People want Kyler Murray to come back, but they want Kyler Murray to come back and be the Kyler Murray of old. Like the two-time pro bowler, the offensive rookie of the year, the guy that was an MVP candidate seven weeks into the 2021 season, a guy that can put a, a franchise on his back uh, at any given moment and, and win football games seemingly on his own. But look, there's a there's a lot that's gone down, right? There was there was the poor play leading up to the injury last year. There's the serious injury, significant injury, the first one that he's he's endured his entire in his entire sports career. He has the ACL, he has the meniscus. So you got a couple things at play as he rehabs here. Uh, and and you like as we're wearing our tank tops today, you know, is is the organization is it going to emphasize getting Kyler Murray back on the field as fast as possible, or get him back on the field when he's absolutely ready? Jonathan Gannon, to your my face in Indianapolis, said he's not getting on that field till he's 100% mentally. He's not 100% physically. He's got the team docs. He's got his own docs and surgeons that are going to, you know, do their due diligence here. And they're going to check him off when he's good and ready for each step of this process. And it just feels like if it was imminent, we'd, we'd know a little bit more by now. But it just seems like it's the status quo as far as where it was when he was placed on PUP 
and where he is right now. I saw him the other day. He was at the team facility. He was in their training bubble, just kind of hanging out, tossing the ball around with Isaiah Wolfork, who's having discussions with their quarterback coach. Um, he wasn't rehabbing. He was on the plane today to, to Minneapolis. Jonathan Gannon told me in the press conference yesterday he is traveling, and he just continues to put in the work mentally as far as film study. But, you know, he doesn't know anything. He, he said as far as Kyler and Garrett Williams goes, it's a possibility that the media finds out before he dies on that stuff. Yeah, I don't believe that for one okay. second, but I love I love JG and his and his uh, you know his faux honesty there. I'm going to give you an honest assessment of what's what the reality is right now for this okay. fan base. Uh, Kyler Murray cannot play the first four weeks of the regular season at minimum if he doesn't come off of pup next Tuesday. Nice. Does anybody think then, after not practicing this entire offseason, he's just going to roll out of bed and start practicing and be ready for Week Five? I think that's that's a joke, right? Do you think that that's a reality? Because there's no way he's not going to practice all offseason. Because I don't even think he can practice for four weeks. Can he not into the regular season? He can't do anything. It's just like what it is in training camp in the preseason. So with, with regard to that, you're looking at, in my opinion, a minimum six games missed if he Man. is on up to start the year. That would give him two full weeks, kind of to be able to get ready for week six. We're going to talk about the NFL schedule here in a little bit, but yeah. that, that's at best case scenario. And that's that's a disheartening situation for Cardinal fans because you start talking about six games minimum and you creep up to like eight games, then it's like, yeah, it's it's the half of the season everybody full predicted in the offseason. That's right. a concern for Cardinal fans. That's why if you take him off, you not have to play the first month of the season, he can still follow the PUP guidelines of when he can right. come back on Sundays, but he can practice, he can throw a football, he can be with his teammates, and you could say, okay, he's he's coming back week five, even though he's not on PUP. We're going to stash him at the bottom of the roster. But, man, there's there's just something so definitive, Bo Brock, if they keep him on PUP to start the season that – it could be a while for Cardinal fans before yeah. they beat Kyler Murray. It, you know what? It, it ends speculation, and, and with that could come a, a bit of closure, right, to this to this ending, the, the hope, and, but then kind of refocusing not only the, the players in the rock locker room, the, the coaching staff, and the fan base, uh, you know, especially as far as, you know, look, this is, this is going to take, you know, especially at the quarterback position, Guys outplaying expectations, whether it's Colt McCoy, whether it's Clayton Toon, whether it's David Blau. And and it also, you know, with, with Kyler Murray, with the potential of him starting the season on Pup, I think that opens up a roster spot, especially with the new quarterback rules, how you can have that emergency third uh, elevated on game day. Um, I think it, it opens the door, it leaves the door open for David Blau. But, you know, Kyler Murray, when's it happening, right? And I think that you outlined probably something that, People would say is 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 the most realistic scenario, uh, but you know it. it people want to be optimistic by by nature, and they want to be uh, they want to keep you know hope open in that door ajar. But we'll see. I mean, I think the Cardinals, if they remove him from pup, that leaves the door open. That's the own. That's the that's the Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins from forty plus yards as time yeah. expires. Hail Murray, right? But that's that's the odds I think we're staring down for that. Uh, if they leave him on pup, it slams it shut, right? And he's out for at least the first four games. But with you know, you you get that comfort in knowing team has him with their best interest in mind that he gets back and he's a hundred percent physically and mentally by the time he returns. I agree with that. Best interest in mind for Kai the Murray does not give them the best chances in, in 2023. And that's that's troublesome, right? It did feel like we had some momentum. We have been hearing, I've been hearing behind the scenes, like Kyler's recovery was going really well, is going mm -hmm. well. In the same sense, you know, I got tipped off earlier this week, Bill Brock, and I shared this with you off air, that I don't know if we've lost momentum, but it does feel like it, it's been stalled for, for whatever reason. Um, and that... They have internally an idea of, of what they want to do, but at the same time, to your point, they don't know how Kyler and his knee are, are going to respond. And I, I wonder if we get to a point, because listen, the quarterbacks did not look good in the preseason. Mm -hmm. the, the, Colt McCoy can, will not start all the games. We talked about it yesterday. If Kyler Murray misses six, seven, eight weeks, Clayton Toon is going to play eventually, barring something unforeseen. But anybody would take Kyler Murray back earlier before that reality, as much as people like Clayton Toon. So it does feel like we're in a, 
unfortunately, a different spot than we were in even like two or three weeks ago when you've got Hollywood Brown's tweet teasing it. You've got mm. the flight plan episode, which I thought was a little bit of false advertising propaganda oh, where it ends with, on. I am shooting for week one, and they end it. They tease it with that, right? And it's like, okay, they may be putting Kyler in a, a difficult spot if his recovery does well, what not do you want? What, what do you want? You don't want to see Kyler Murray having that – having that goal realistic or I not think I, that's kyler's goal but i think the team listen and how, that's a bit unfair that's guy. a bit unfair if, if you're no, sitting no, there no, and you're the team media and you're trying to put out a product that's going to you know well then don't invigor- don't invest in colt mccoy as your starter to begin the year if you if you believe it's that not on the, it's not on the behind the scenes people that put together flight plan i'm not here somebody, you know trying to defend gotta okay somebody's got to okay that though if, hey, if that's what if you if you're out there and you're shooting kyler murray and he's rehabbing and, and he's letting you behind the scenes and that's what he's saying what you're just gonna scrap that and throw it on the editing room I, floor i think, I think that's i think equally if not of, more irresponsible i think it's irresponsible to release that if you don't have a definitive idea in mind. What? It's his goal. That's his definitive goal, right? I mean, that's they the competitor that, that Kyler they, Murray is. They put that out as the teaser. Because, the because uh, we better not put this out because Johnny Venerable is going to get his hopes up and no, you're going to no, no, crush no. his Hang little dreams. First of all, you're going to crush his dreams and he's here. not going to get to see Kyler Murray play football week one. Listen. That's unfortunate. But look. I, I, I'm glad that happened. I want to see Kyler Murray with that goal in mind, but I also want to see the organization with his best interest in mind and them collaborating and the, in the new, the revamped training staff doing what's best for the player. And look, you know, let's not get too hard, far ahead of ourselves. Let's remember what we asked for from this organization to move off the previous regime, get rid of Cliff Kingsbury, get rid of Steve Kime, clean house, hit the reset button rebuild rebuild it correctly that's what they're doing and now we're getting greedy and we're like you know what i like what i've seen from bonnie osenfort i like what i've seen from jonathan gannon they're the right guys i want my quarterback back and i want him back now and i want to win football games now pump the brakes a little bit let's let's enjoy this a little bit let's enjoy tank tuesday let's enjoy the the idea of the Cardinals future with Kyler Murray in it, being healthy, playing at a high level again, and the Cardinals surrounding him with talent to to maximize his potential. Hey, I see people in the chat coming after me. Listen, I'll take all the arrows. Orion uh, 80, Johnny, it's not the way I thought it was, so I'm mad venerable. Listen, I can change my opinion based on new information, and I got new information this week. That's 50-50, right? So, like, I hope everybody else changes their opinion based on information that they get. The way this was trending and reading the tea leaves and also specific things that we were hearing sounded really good, right? Mm -hmm. And now I think it's not like it's sounding bad, but it's a little bit foggy, a little more foggy than it was once upon a time, which is unfortunate. Because, like, again, I think it would be easier to stomach if Colt McCoy was playing well. Colt McCoy right now has struggled this offseason. Can you at least give me that during the training camp in the preseason? It hasn't been great for Colt McCoy. Can we say that? It's a, it's an incomplete. Yeah. So it doesn't give you a ringing endorsement that he's ready to, to start six plus games. And then you've got, again, I, you, we disagree on this. I think it's a, I don't discredit Kyler Murray can say whatever he wants. And of course it's his goal to come back week one mm-hmm. for the team. And their media, who do a phenomenal job. Flight plan is one of the best things the Cardinals do. I put that as a caveat. With all you, due respect. You yeah. put that out. Yeah, all right, shit on them now. You what put are you that say? out <laughs> and you tease that and you get people inside. They're like, I don't know. Maybe I will renew my season. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe I will go pick up that Kyler Murray white jersey. Instead of after hearing for three plus months, well, the Cardinals are getting rid of Kyler Murray. He's not even going to play. They're going to have Caleb Williams or Drake May next year. It felt a little calculated to get people riled up. Not me. I can be objective for the season. <laughs> Not me. So I, I, I don't. You know who agrees with me? Our guy Howard Balzer. We, he was on a couple of weeks ago, and he said, yeah. "Don't put that out there." And yeah. then not see him for half. You season. want me to call Howard? We'll get him on here right now. You guys can just sit here and agree and agree that it was. <laughs> no, I'm glad. I'm glad you disagree. <laughs> we can respectfully disagree. I'm sure people people can come at me in the comments. I'm a yeah. good boy. I can handle it. I just I don't love how the Cardinals have handled it with I don't know the some of the advertising as it relates to Kyler Murray's recovery. Kyler Murray 
his mindset is to come back to his recovery for his knee. It's his, it, and we've heard it over and over again. This thing isn't linear, right? And in as a Jalen Blair asking, sorry, are you saying Kyler suffered a setback? No, he's not saying that at all. No, that's not what you're saying. Can you p- definitively say that's not what you're saying? That's definitively what I'm saying. Yeah, not, not saying. I'm not saying okay. that. <laughs> There's no wink that no, you're not. There was no setback. He's, he's, he's everything we've heard is the recovery <laughs> is on schedule, but right, he may not come off a of PUP next week. Yeah. And look, when it does happen, and if 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 it's worst case scenario, right, and he comes back, he, he full extend on on the pup, right, four weeks, and then he's activated, and then he practices, and it doesn't mean like okay, he misses four weeks. That means he's back week five against the Cincinnati Bengals, right? Yeah. And then you've got week six. Like, say he gets back week six, seven, eight, ballpark there, right? Whenever, whenever that is, and there's still a lot of football to be played, and they could very well be 0-6 by then. It's a gauntlet as far as... Which, is, know, which leads you into another question entirely, which everybody, not the team, we've posed this question and the national media, yeah. why even play Kyler Murray at that point? Uh, to get him back to get him back on the playing field, to get him back playing at a high level. So when... When you start, you know, revamping this team with your with your scouting department in place, with all the draft picks that we'll get into here in just a bit. Saying, but that's not what's going to be said. Well, I know, I know, but it's from people who pay half attention to it. It's just like the guy who, who we're going to talk about predicting in the going zero and seventeen. I mean, it's just lazy, yeah. and it's and it's just it's just it's just it's it's dumb. It's not, it's not a smart thing. It, it, if you put any thought into it, if you look at it, any of the, of the facts and circumstances that are going to surround this team, oh, and seventeen is not going to happen. And I just think, you know, and, and Monty Osfort stared at us straight in the face, and he said, "Kyler Murray, when he's ready to come back, we're we're not going to hesitate to put him on the field. It, sure. It's not going to say, oh, well, we're one and five. Should we think about maybe holding him back? Just be no, it's not going to happen." The, I mean, Monty Osford obviously has the idea of how to rebuild this team, and it doesn't match up with winning football this year. But he's also not going to sit here and have a franchise-caliber quarterback who's ready to play and sit him. He's not going to do that. And Jonathan Gannon, I don't think, is going to let him. And Drew, Drew Petzing probably would, would think about quitting if they had a quarterback the caliber of Kyler Murray and they wouldn't play him. I just think that that would be – that's not in their nature. They're too competitive. But at the same time, they're going to take the re- correct steps in Kyler's rehab and the correct steps in this in this rebuild. And that's exciting for somebody to finally do it correctly. For through all the years of of losing, there's there's a there's a regime in place of of people making decisions for this organization that are in the best interest for the team and the long term future of the in success of this team. Jonathan Gannon wants to win games this year. Okay. Yes, we have it. This this show has its source. Jonathan Gannon <laughs> hates the idea of tanking and will not tank and wants to win every Sunday and is going right. to do his best to to achieve that result for for the bird game. Rebuild is a is a word that he doesn't like. Said in, no. in the press room, he doesn't. It makes him cringe. He doesn't like that. And I think like that at all. Jonathan Gannon, Jonathan Gannon to me is the right person for this year too, by the way. I can say that definitively, even though the expectations are low, to be able to build a culture, you have to have a strong personality to get you through tough times like what it could be like before Kyler Murray returns that somebody like Cliff Kingsbury and respectfully Steve Wilkes could not do. But with that being said, I, do, I mean, any time that you start the season five, six, seven games under 500, and you've got a quarterback that was not drafted by this regime, and you've got generational, you know, quarterbacks waiting for you next April, and you've got two top ten picks. Yeah. It's going to be a very difficult scenario that the Cardinals hopefully are prepared for to block out that exterior noise because yeah. it will come. And that was always my biggest caveat with this Kyler Murray pup situation. If if you don't put him on pup, it gives you a much softer landing for this year. Fuck it, just. Don't put him on PUP. Then you can activate him at week six, even if you want, or you can you can start him. I should say. Yeah. But when you remove him from the opportunity to return at me, he's not coming back week five if he misses four weeks. It's going to be longer than that. Then you welcome all this exterior noise 
from the media, press conferences, the national media, players hear that. It's going to be very difficult for them to navigate those waters, in my opinion. For a first-year head coach with a lot of impressionable young men, I mean, that's, that's very difficult on top of all the rigors of the NFL anyway. Yeah, no, it's it's a hard league. It's 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 That's why people love football. That's why it's not, it's king, right? right? Eli saying a first-time head coach not trying to tank on his record. Absolutely agree with no. that. Jonathan Gannon's got his job to do, and he's going to do it to the, it, 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 the utmost of his abilities. And then you've got Monty Osfort, who's got his job to do, and he's got to get this this roster and this organization in shape uh, through you know through this season, and then also going most importantly into a pivotal off season uh, in year two of this rebuild. Um, you know, uh, was it free matter for the blinds that I don't trust that they'll keep K one. Uh, if he doesn't play all, all this year. I, I think what we're sleeping on here is if Kyler Murray comes back, and, and no matter when that is, so say it's you know week six through eight or, or beyond, right? He's still got close to 10 games that you can play. And I think we're sleeping on if the Arizona Cardinals are able to catch any momentum, that how much that's going to going to provide going into the offseason and how, you know, especially uh, a, a smart organization that we feel like is in place now with Monty Ossonfort and Dave Sears and crew and Jonathan Gannon and his whole coaching staff, they're going to realize that Kyler Murray was a big part of that. And that, you know, if they're staring down uh, a decision to, to move off of Kyler or go with a younger quarterback on a rookie scale contract for five years, you know, they're going to take that into consideration. It, it, Kyler Murray is going to have enough games to play this year. Even if he's on pop to start the season, if he's not back before week six, seven or eight, he's still going to have an opportunity to take them out of the cellar and out of Caleb Williams striking distance. It's to take them out of drafting Caleb Williams. That's yeah. what the season will go from, hey, can we be feisty this year? Can we be competitive? Can we make a playoff run as crazy as that sounds to can Kyler Murray hold off Caleb Williams? That will be mm -hmm. the narrative. And to to a lesser extent, Drake may, God help us, Drake may bust. I don't want any part of that. But there <laughs> will be people asking that question. Monty Ford, the last media availability he had, Bo Brock, was asked about Caleb Williams. So yeah. you think that's going to die down now, especially you get national media into that press conference room? Kyler Murray misses half the season, hypothetically. He's got nine games left. There are going to be people who said, well, at best, the Cardinals can play 500 ball at best. Why the F would you do that when you could have Caleb Williams given to you on a silver platter next mm -hmm. April, just continue to play Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon? I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. Austin Ford and company, they're not going to do that. It's going to be very, it's going to be a very difficult situation. Again, I do not see the benefit of keeping him on pup at all, because even if he's not fully practicing, he can be in pads. He can throw with his teammates yeah. he can build up this team. If everybody's predicting this team to be ass right now, to be terrible, look at the bottom of the roster. It was exposed. It was on fire in the second half of the chiefs game. Yeah. Unwatchable times, right? Those are the players that are going to be settling around the bottom of the 53 that they're just constantly churning. Take off one of the 53 and go, here, here are our best 52. And then we've got a special category for our franchise quarterback. It's called the get right category. It's going to help everybody. Kyler Murray, do what you need to do. You can continue doing what you're doing right now, but you're going to be on the active roster. You're on our, our timeline. Nobody else's. I think if you open him up to PUP to start the season, it just opens up a can of worms that this, this franchise, this team right now is not equipped to handle because of how they handled the quarterback situation into the offseason and now the preseason. If Gardner Minshew was the quarterback of this team right now, everybody would say, give him six weeks. Give him eight yeah. weeks. We're in good shape. Colt McCoy and what we've seen suggests otherwise. Yeah, he, I mean, here's – and I'm, I'm going to kind of debate this in real time here because I, I see a bit of a benefit from the pup because of you got Colt McCoy, he's 37, who's had a tough time staying healthy – uh, recently his last season, right? I mean, he, he was, he had the concussion, he had the neck issue, he had the arm issue, he had the calf issue. I mean, the guy was Mr. Glass last year, right? And he, he has, he has the heart of a warrior. I'll throw that in there too, but cool. all right. <laughs> Sorry. You don't like the heart of a warrior. Like I know I, Can we I know not? and Can then we you not got, you got a fifth round rookie in Clayton tune. If you carry Kyler Murray, you got to be able to maybe sneak somebody, and you'll probably won't have any issues sneaking David Blau or Jess Triscoll on. And I don't know if they're practice squad eligible, but and you can elevate them on game day. Then like you could elevate them potentially, but I think 
what Pup gives you is I think you're going to need to have three available arms as far as quarterback goes. That's the only thing I, I that's the only benefit I would see because I, I hear what you're, you're making saying. my argument for me. If you need to have three available arms that are not Kyler Murray, then your quarterback room is not well put together. If you're saying, well, I got to have David Blau active on Sundays because Colt could fall over with a sneeze and Clayton Toon's a fifth rounder. What the fuck are we doing? You should have prepared for that. There Buddy, should be they just, they just put this league, this rule in the league. All the, all the owners passed rule. it. It was like unanimous, I think. When was the last time the Cardinals lost two quarterbacks in one game? Come but on. the, when was the last time it happened? It happened in the NFC Championship. Well, the game. Niners are cursed. It's great. We laugh at them. That's not <laughs> realistic for the rest of the NFL. Like that. I mean, the Cardinals can certainly handle it because, again, they don't have a surplus of anything otherwise outside of tackle. Like, yeah. trim down the interior offensive line if you want. Roll with a, a yeah. one-ass defensive back. Cut okay. a couple guys who protect your quarterback. No big deal. Make Clayton Tungo play special teams on Sunday. He's out covering kicks. That'll be great. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, bottom line is this show – is going to be on top of it when and if Kyler Murray gets activated from PUP. And if not, we'll have a pity party a week from Tuesday. In the meantime, I'm not having a pity party. Well, yes, I am on BetMGM. Uh, last night did not go well for me. Uh, I uh, I put a cool hundy on uh, my friends with BetMGM uh, on the Baltimore Ravens to win against the Commanders. And uh, they were winning by eight points and then by two points and then by no points. Uh, but I love BetMGM, and I will continue to wager. Uh, but Shane Diefenbach, no longer a friend of this program, texted me and said <laughs> I, I was the one because I bet on Baltimore that I broke the streak. That was uh, you? It was very hurtful for me to hear. Yeah. I, I was like, I didn't wager on the game. And then after our show ended, I saw that they were down 10-7. to 7. I said, I'm going to get on some of this action. Mm-hmm. Great. I love live betting with BetMGM. Just didn't work out. That's how mm-hmm. things go sometimes. But it's like Christmas morning. I go into BetMGM this morning. Brand new offers, right? Bonus bets, promo codes ready to go. Speaking of promo codes, how about this? Sign up for Friday bonus bets every single football Friday with promo code PHNX. Log in at any point this weekend to claim your bonus bet on the house. Love it. Any bets that you like, lines, odds, futures, you can participate. Why wouldn't you sign up for BetMGM? Use that bonus code PHNX. Again, there's a ton of offers depending on where you live for our folks here in Arizona. Place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. Check out the show notes for full details. And, of course, Shane, our guy, no longer talking about it in the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey. He's a, he's a raging asshole and a bad friend, but, man, he can uh, rip a, a disclaimer at the end of, of a bet MGM. That's the only thing he's good for. That's the only thing he's good for. Uh, here's something that's good for a lot of things. OG's Brands. We love our partnership with OG's Brands. They got the multi-flavor bags. Don't miss out on what they got going on. They got the fruits. They got the creams. Red apple, watermelon. How about peach, blackberries, and cream? Orange, creamsicle, peaches, and cream. And right now, those Hall of Fame flavors, you can find them in one place and you can save yourself 25% off 100 milligram bags of the fruits and the creams at the Arizona Flower Shop locations. That it's at the Arizona Flower Shop locations. All you have to do is go to the Flower Shop USA.com the flower shop USA.com place the order online use that discount code PHNX at checkout and you'll save 25% on a hundred milligram bags of the fruits and the creams get it now while you can PHNX listeners and viewers it's a reminder it's only available online orders that are picked up in person discount PHX PHNX at the flower shop USA.com it's going on until August 31st 10 more days to get in Let's get there and flavor your life with OG's brands. Um, so we talked about it could be a rough start to the season whenever K1 does come back, hopefully get mm-hmm. him a couple dubs. Uh, there's a specific radio host, NFL personality, who does not think the Cardinals are going to win many games, if any, 
this year. Adam Shine, Sirius XM, NFL Network, NFL.com, who once in time was, was close buddies with Steve Kimes, so that's probably where this is stemming from, has officially predicted on multiple outlets the Arizona Cardinals to go 0-17 this year. Now, of course, yeah. the Cardinals, we know, even with our friends at BetMGM, are not favored in any game this year. Go through the lines 1-17 through 17 this year, Bo Brock. They're, they're not projected to, to win any of them. However, what do you say about old Shine on sports saying that the Cardinals aren't going to win a single game in 2023? Yeah, like I said earlier, I think it, it's, it's lazy. It's ill-informed. It's just not paying attention to what's going on here. Um, and, you know, I think it's just as absurd to say a team's going to go 0-17 as it is to say, yeah, I think they're going to go undefeated this year. I think they're going to run the table and go 17-0 and because I think it's equally as hard. I mean, we, we've only seen what well, we saw the, the, the Detroit Lions and we've seen the Cleveland Browns have the defeated season, right, where they just didn't have a win at all. But it's, it's, it's truly really tough because of game planning and, and you know, the margin between the last player on the roster and, and some really good players. Like it's, it's not that significant, you know, the difference that's sets them aside. Uh, I, I just think that that's, that's a dumb claim. I, I don't, I'm not buying it. Uh, I like what I've seen, even though the shellacking that they had at the hands of the Kansas city chiefs on Saturday night, it's the preseason. Um, I, I just think that the Arizona Cardinals, there's no way they're going 0-17. Uh, what's even more hard to stomach is watching Sam Hell cut up uh, twos and threes against the Ravens last oh. night. And everybody proclaims Sam Championship, Washington Look. Commanders, baby. First Night. of all, Hold he was on. getting lit up at times. And it was the backups for Baltimore. Go ahead. You have a Sam Hell. I, mean, I think, well, can we congratulate the Commanders? On the most impressive, meaningful performance in no, a No, we're not going to do that because no. I, players care. You, if you let me finish, I mean, I, I you're being disingenuous. I'm sorry. <laughs> most impressive performance okay. in a meaningless game. I think that's great. That's that's fantastic. I mean, you're right. I mean, that sounds disingenuous. They went full <laughs> Pat Bev playing game style where they're jumping on the scorer's table and they're launching their, their jerseys into the stands after they just beat the Baltimore Ravens in a preseason game. You got Sam Cosme, their offensive lineman. Like it doesn't mean shit to us. And you got those guys out there just scratching and clawing like it's their Super Bowl. So look, Credit words due. Sam Howell did look good. He looked really good. He was fine. He was fine. In, in Washington Super Bowl, he was great. 19 for 25, 188, two tutties. Good for him. That's awesome. Uh, I mean, he seems to he seems to rise to the occasion in these regular season finales and preseason games. Just- <laughs> that is funny. But I, listen, the guys who battle in the second half, even the commanders, they lost me some money last night. I should have taken my cash out. Bet MGM was just handing it to me. I didn't take it. I got greedy, and I paid for it. Actually, here's the revelation I had watching that game last night. Jake Fromm played a hell of a lot better oh, than our guy Jacoby Brissett did. Jacoby Brissett and Clayton Toon look very similar, so I am no longer <laughs> fawning all over Jacoby Brissett because he had Jacoby Brissett play the entire second half. Yeah. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens would have won. Um, listen, I think from that game, my actual takeaway. Yeah. Uh, the big six foot seven, two hundred sixty pound tight end for Baltimore. Yeah. What is his name? Travis uh, Vokalik. Yeah. Nebraska. I mean, he's probably gonna. Have, that's a tough. That's a deep tight end room. If that guy, if they try to sneak him through the practice squad, I'd love to see Monty just. I would rather have him than Brock Bowers personally. That's just my opinion, though. Why right, let's see this. What, don't do that. Why would you slander Brock we Bowers? Love tall tight ends, says Bo Brock. <laughs> Six All right. seven two sixty. I mean, you've got Ertz, you've got Trey McBride, no doubt about it. But at a at a rookie out of Nebraska that had two him. touchdowns last night. Now, who doesn't want that size in their in their tight end room? He found uh, a lot of open green. He's six foot seven, two sixty, and, and Washington couldn't keep tabs on him. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want the smoke? Uh, Cardinals are beating the Commanders week one. Colt McCoy or not, they're going to get a W week one, and then the rest of it just kind of remains to be seen. Uh, we have the schedule for this year. Not sure if you guys have seen this or not. Uh, and I want Bo to give me his objective opinion right here. I'm not going to ask you for how many games are going to win. Yeah, can point it. Point to a couple dicey Sunday afternoons because they don't play on primetime that you feel like Cardinals, they've they've got this in the bag because they're not going 0-17. That's a joke. Ludacris, they're too well coached. They're too prepared. I mean, like they look like the better coached team against the Denver Broncos in the first preseason game. I'm sorry they're not Kansas City, the Super Bowl champion, but like 
assuming that the easiest way for this team to lose games is by bad quarterback play. But eventually, assuming Kyler Murray comes back, like Kyler's going to give them plus QB play. Thus, yeah. they're going to win games because of Kyler Murray. So uh, taking a look at this, Bo Brock, what is uh, setting you off for a dub for the Cardinals this year? I mean, I think the first two weeks you could find yourself winning a game, right? I, I, but they're not going to be favored. I, I'm not, I probably won't pick them to win those games, but I think that they're winnable, right? That if they 100%. play, if they come out and they're, and they've got a good game plan and they execute, that's possible. You know, Dallas Niners, Joe Burrow and crew potentially, I'm not about to make that, you know, that upset. The Rams, that's a winnable game. I mean, if if they're if they're seeking out, you know, their first dub by week six, I think it absolutely happens on October 15th. Uh, the first eight games are tough. They're really tough. And then you get into like week 10, winnable game against the Falcons. Week 11, very winnable game against the Houston Texans. Another win potentially against the Rams. Um, and then, you know, I think... We'll see what happens with Chicago. If if they can trend in the right direction, they could be, you know, going one of two ways. One, you know, reverting back to where they were last year, where they were close but couldn't finish the deal and win games and are at the bottom of the league and striking distance for a top draft pick. Or, you know, they they've they've got kind of broken through the ceiling and and they're a good team. But it's I think that there's at least five games, five to six games where the Cardinals can can win these games. Again, the biggest caveat is who's their quarterback when they play these teams. But I'm with you. I think, like, say what you want about Colt McCoy. I've ripped on him plenty on this show. Like, he can give you a good game or two in a three-game span. And I think they're, they're going to get a solid game from him either week one or week two. And the Giants are the easiest team to pick to regress in the NFL this year. They snuck up on everybody last year. Plus, Washington, Rivera, and Biennemi. Biennemi, I didn't think, looked very good last night. They're at, <laughs> each, other's, they're at each other's throats. Rivera's got one foot out the door with new ownership who, who could fire him any day now if they start off to a slow start. They're, Washington's under the most pressure. The minute the Washington commanders get down week one against a team that's supposed to be not very good, I mean, just people get tight. I think Jonathan Gannon, knowing these three first opponents, given his history in the NFC East, I think you got to feel pretty good about that. Um, I also agree with you, Atlanta, Atlanta to me, like their quarterback situation is on par, I think, with the Arizona Cardinals with Clayton Toon and, and Colt McCoy, Desmond Ritter. And what is it? Taylor. I mean, Heineke. it could be Taylor Heineke by week 10. Yeah. I mean, like that Taylor Heineke's fine, but he shouldn't be favored substantially over any team. Plus Atlanta's defense isn't very good. And then we all know how we feel about the Houston Texans. That's a double whammy. You beat them, you push them down in the draft standing. So um, Chicago will be tough just because of the the elements and and where that team is and the standings. Do they have anything to play for at that point? What do they think about Justin Fields come week 16? But, I mean, like, Cardinals are going to win a game. They're going to win multiple games. <laughs> again, if, if K-1 comes back sooner rather than later, this is a very doable schedule. I mean, look at this in the scope of Kyler Murray or the opposing quarterback. Who would you rather like right. on a given Sunday? I mean, like the Niners are loaded. Give me Kyler Murray over Brock Purdy. Give me Kyler Murray over Justin Fields. Baby hands Kenny Pickett in week 13. Give me <laughs> Kyler Murray. Matthew Stafford's not going to make it to week 12. Kyler Murray over Stetson Bennett. Kyler Murray over CJ Stroud. We talked about Atlanta's situation. We could be seeing DTR by week nine for the Cleveland Browns. Who the hell knows? Like Kyler Murray on this schedule at face value. I mean, I think you'd only probably take Jalen Hurts at this point in his career, given how he played last year. Lamar Jackson, I mean, it's a coin flip with Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow. There's probably like five quarterbacks you, you take right now over Kyler Murray, especially off of, off of an ACL. You're telling me five out of the 17 games, you're going to have the superior quarterback only, and, and they're not going to win one game? I just, that's, that's crazy to me. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it, yeah, you got some guy on national radio or satellite radio saying 0-17, Caleb Williams is your starter 2024. I mean, that's... I mean, like I said, it's you're not paying attention. You're, you're not even looking at the schedule. You're just you're just throwing takes out there, uninformed takes. I love these takes in the chat, Marcus. The rough stuff. I still say seven to nine wins. All depends on when K one comes back, my guy. K one's back the first month of the season, like we hope he is. I think all bets are off. Uh, pork two seven zero start two and zero. Oh, I mean, I mean, Colt McCoy would have to play the best football he's played in. 24 to 36 months yeah. um and the cardinals offensive line would have to become just you know 
the 1980s Washington Commanders esque. I mean, you'd ha- they'd have to be dominant like they have been at times in the. I mean, we haven't seen the Cardinals O line for four quarters. What mm-hmm. if you can just run James Conner ragged and he has like 200 plus all purpose <laughs> yards in the first you know game and a half? That'd be that'd be pretty sweet. But um, yeah, Washington had a good defense according to Patrick. They do. I think Howell will be solid this season. Yeah, he's fine. Like, but there's you watch Sam Howell. He's I don't think there's a huge difference, Bo, between what they had with Heineke and, and Sam Howell. I think they're like the same player. Yeah, I, I think that there's a tier of quarterback and like Sam Howell and Taylor Heineke are just like a notch above like Baker Mayfield maybe, but there's a yeah. lot of the same things. And, you know, Sam Howell has, has been put in a, in a pretty favorable position like the last three weeks he's played football. And that's really the only three weeks he's played. The regular season finale, which Commanders fans will go over to their grave saying that it meant something to Dallas. It was the most one-foot-in approach to a regular season finale I've ever seen. They were still playing for the division, man. Anybody tell Dak Prescott that? He played like absolute garbage, and that game was over in the first quarter. Didn't matter. Um, and, and then, you know, the, the Super Bowl that they played in last night, I'm, that was phenomenal. Uh, like I said, confetti. confetti yeah, I when is the when's the parade in DC? Are they nah, are they going to go down it. Pennsylvania Avenue those, by the White those, House? Those dudes in the fourth quarter who are not going to be on rosters this year, like they let them have their moment. Like again, it's I'm the, the, one it's the famous viral video of of the the wrestling fan that says it's real to me. It's still real to me. That's what the that's what Washington and their fan base was oh, like last night. You. That's fine. It's. It, <laughs> You're gonna get commanders fans coming at us again. They were at your they were adding on your DMs and your if they want to wait until the 40 board. minute mark in our podcast, they've earned it. They that's true. We'll take the subscribers where we can get them. Uh <laughs> we're gonna talk about Tank Tuesday, most importantly, draft talk here in a second. But first, we're gonna tell you about our friends at Circle K. So I went to Circle K earlier today because the extreme temperatures they have returned. I double dipped on a buy one, get one free 32 ounce polar pop. Because I texted PHNX two three one three one zero on my mobile def- mobile phone or smart device, <laughs> because I'm part of the SMS subscriber club. If you're asking what that is, it's an exclusive club. We're going to give you access to. Consider me the bouncer at the door. Again, PHNX is the secret code three one three one zero SMS subscriber club. Not only are they going to hook you up with Polar Pops on the house, how about the best beer, snack, coffee, premium gas selection, not at a premium price. I'm going to be driving all over the state for football season. I absolutely love it, and I want to be prepared with Circle K. And again, I don't want to be filling up at the rural, you know, off-brand gas station. Things could get a little dicey. So I'm going to go to my phone, circlek.com slash store dash locator to find the nearest Circle K to you and uh, get that premium gas bowl, Brock. Yeah, speaking of the high temperatures, I was out there uh, just baking in the heat as my truck was broken down. Had the tow truck driver, big shout out, Ryan, who hooked me up. Man was was doing some work out there, sweating, getting my car loaded up uh, as it's getting worked on. But as as soon as, before he he almost took off, I said, hey, hey, I had to reach inside my car and grab my Shady Rays, because I can't go a few days without my Rays. ShadyRays.com, premium polarized sunglasses. I cannot be without them. Here's what I would have done if I forgot my shades in my truck. I would have just gone to ShadyRays.com and taken advantage of the deal of the season. Of course, 50% off two or more pairs of sunglasses. Actually, would have worked to my benefit if I could have loaded up more on Shady Rays and had a reason to do so. Get in there right now. Check out everything they have to offer. You can even check out their store at Kierlin Commons up in North Scottsdale. All their products. Go to their website, ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code 50 or PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs polarized premium sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right. Well, you love to see that. Uh, again, I thought, first of all, I couldn't remember what ad read you were doing. I thought you were going to pull out from your glove box some OGs for the for the driver. But no, you're no. Shady Rays instead. I don't think the glove box is a good spot for the OGs gummies. No, prob- probably not. Uh, <laughs> this is a good spot for you to talk draft. Uh, listen, when you get your, your brains beaten in by the Chiefs in a preseason game, it's, it's, it's never too early to talk about draft compensation, where this team stands. It got asked recently, how many picks do the Cardinals have? Where are they coming from? Well, asking you shall receive Bo Brock. This is where things stand for our precious Redbirds 2024 draft picks. 
Everybody wants the Cardinals. Well, not everybody. Half of the fan base wants to tank, and you can see why. The Cardinals have very valuable picks, not only through themselves, but through this sweet man, Monty Austin Ford, and the deals he struck last April during the draft. They've got 11 picks in total, plus whatever they could recoup uh, this preseason if they deal a certain tackle or two. But again, they've got their first They've got Houston's one, which is going to be a precious pick. Their own second rounder. Then they have three threes, one from Houston, their own, and then one from Tennessee. If you remember, they traded down so the Titans could take bust Will Levis and his man is. That's going to work out well. They've got a fourth rounder. Then they get a comp projected fourth rounder for Zach Allen. That's going to hit. That's not even close to not hitting. So they're going to get a fourth rounder for Zach Allen, who didn't look good in the first preseason game. They've got two fives one of which was swapped in that garbage Philly tampering situation. So um, I had this wrong on Twitter. I thought they had a six-rounder from Robbie Anderson, but no, they have to give a six, and then next year they have to give a seventh. So that's unfortunate. But they have their own seventh-rounder. So 11 picks in total, and I think they add to this, Bull Brock. I think they trade Kelvin Beecham or Josh Jones, hopefully Kelvin Beecham, before the start of the regular season, and they add to this pile. Love to see it. I, I don't know why Monty Ossiford on a graph or graphic looks so kind of uh, disgruntled. I mean, well, I would look at this. That's how he looks in the draft room. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just an absolute just dog in the dress, draft room. But uh, I'm, I'm pulling off a trade right now, Johnny, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going to trade up for the number one selection on the PFF mock draft simulator. This got me so excited. I'm starting to uh, do a mock. You can go three rounds deep in this one as well. Um, and, I, and I just pulled out. I just completely... Uh, pulled off a, a heist of a century. Just got a ton of assets in return. So we'll we'll pick second in that draft and take Marvin Harrison Jr. But I mean, the first you know three what is it six picks in in, in the first three rounds. That's going to yes. be unbelievable, and that's going to give this team a chance to kickstart uh, the draft. And with college football season week zero starting this week, uh, you couldn't be more giddy about it. Well, and here's the thing. Everybody says six picks in the top three rounds, and you're right. There's, it's going to be six picks in the top, I think, 75 picks. Um, so, again, yeah. I, I, it's, it's not going to be barring something unforeseen. I mean, I think the, Tennessee is always competitive. Houston, who knows? Cardinals, we're, we're going to have to wait and see. I would love for the Cardinals pick to be late, but I, I think there's a good chance. I mean, you think about six players are going to be added to this roster at minimum, assuming they don't trade up or down that are, I think, immediate starters. I mean, think about where they got Michael Wilson. He's one of the last picks of the third round, and he's a starter for this team. And yes, that says a lot about the Cardinals roster and their depth chart, but also just how they can evaluate. Garrett Williams is going to be a starter when he comes back. B. Joe Gilari, once he finally starts ramping it up in practice, that's that's a spot that's up for grabs opposite Zayvon Collins. So I, to me, it's like, okay, these, these players, this is the most pivotal college football season, I think, for Cardinal fans in years, maybe decades, with the draft capital. We we get a draft every once in a while, Bo, where it is borderline generational, not only for the quarterbacks, but the prospects that are being talked about. Last year, it was pretty obvious. It was a down draft, in a sense. Like We knew about Jalen Carter and Will Anderson, and then there was a steep drop-off, and other guys like Tyree Wilson, kid out of Illinois. I mean, there were guys who rose up through the ranks, Paris Johnson, who, but Paris Johnson, this time last year, was a first-time tackle at the collegiate level. He'd been playing inside. So you're going to have drafts like that, very much meat and potatoes drafts. Then there's drafts like this, or the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Panay Sewell drafts, where it's like Micah Parson draft. These are ass kickers. These are blue chippers. And the Cardinals have hedged their bet wisely because we were told at the combine, what were we told, Bo Brock? Cardinals like this draft. They do not love it. Well, they loved Paris Johnson, which is why they traded up for him. Everything else was just, okay, we're going to bide our time. We're going to implement our scouts and our people for this college football season. That was Monty Austin Ford this past spring drafting with the Cardinals' prior scouting philosophy in mind. Now it's all in, all in for this 2024 draft. And again, the headliners, they're some of the greatest in recent memory for college football and Caleb Williams and, and Marvin Harrison Jr. and Joe Alt, who's 6'11", 500 pounds. I mean, it's it's a class that I think is going <laughs> to go down as one of the best in the in the last 10 years in terms of the hype. Now, we don't know yeah. who is NFL players, but man, oh man, it's, it's, it's going to be a special season of college football. I just took Jared Verse out of uh, Florida State with the, the pick that I got from the... I don't uh, love that. 
I don't love. Well, it. I took well, I took him over Brock Bowers. I hope you're I hope you're you're happy yeah, well, with that's, that. Is that's my choice. I got I got, I got Marvin Harrison Jr. second overall. Um, and 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 I'm on the clock again, but I'll I'll hold off while we continue this conversation. Oh, but look, just think just think that the Arizona Cardinals are going to have potentially two top ten picks, and think about the top ten this year and the talent that was there in what was deemed you know not a great draft. And if if you're in striking distance of getting a Paris Johnson Jr. type and another one, I mean, yeah. and just what Paris Johnson Jr. has already brought to this organization, I mean, he's an absolute winner on and off the field. He's already creating chemistry with the veterans on that team with James Conner and DJ Humphreys and, and guys are already saying hey you could just skip being a you know being a rookie and doing all the stuff that rookies are expected to do just be a vet just act like you, you've been here before he's already been given that uh from from the Cardinals veterans and if you can add guys like that and continue to identify them and that's easier said than done but Monty has already shown he's got some guys I mean when you st- when, when Adam Hogue of CHGO Bears he likes to you know count starters right you got Paris Johnson Jr. He's in the fold. You got Kyler Murray. You've got, you know, uh, BJ Ujolari. You've got Michael Wilson. You've got potentially Garrett Wilson, Williams. You've got maybe Keetrell Clark. I mean, and then you've got, you know, two first rounders and you got, you know, a second rounder and, and three thirds. It's unbelievable the, the ability that Monty Osford's going to have to really kind of add and infuse talent into this talent, this roster. Randrack, Joel's getting bigger by the day. He absolutely is. Uh, Nick in the chat, how do you not love that, Johnny? I have a rule now on this podcast. I don't take uh, ACC defenders in the first round after Isaiah Simmons. It's just my personal belief. You can have your own beliefs. Uh, and then additionally, Champion Outpost podcast. Let me tell you, Johnny, Brock Bowers will be the greatest tight end in Cardinals history. Um, I, I can't hard. Debate. I cannot. Well, true. Very true. Badly. <laughs> um, I was dragged through the coals yesterday it, it was a, a very emotional day for me for <laughs> suggesting let's trade a third round pick for an all pro running back but you motherfuckers want to take a tight end in the top 10 for a team that needs everything come on come on now let's 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 you're gonna be on the brock bowers train by never i will walk off our set no, we do our show at four peaks i will walk off you're gonna watch him dominate georgia bowers. With their weird looking quarterback. It doesn't matter who's throwing the ball, he's just making plays. How many games is uh what's his name? Old future Hall of Famer in Atlanta helping them win. What's that guy's name? That was the generational Pitts. tight end. Oh, Kyle Pitts? Kyle, yeah, Kyle Pitts. Get his gold jacket ready to go. Goodness gracious, <laughs> that was a great pick by them. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts have a Kyle Pitts over Jamal Chase. No, it was his second season. They took Kyle Pitts over Jamar. Yeah, Taylor. Arthur Smith just was malpracticed with Kyle Pitts last year. He's catching balls from Marcus Mariota, quit, yeah. and then Desmond. No, he didn't even get to Desmond Ritter. I would love ACL. Brock Bowers over Marvin Harrison Jr. and Joel. Oh, definitely. That's definitely how you win as a franchise. I told you I took the kid at the edge out of Florida State. Well, that I don't like that either. There's going to be why some, we're going to have some again. I don't want ACC defenders in the top ten unless they're. I mean, who are they going against? Who are they going who, against? Florida today? State has a big game right out of the gates. Who are they playing? Damon, you got State? me, right? Who is it? Is it LSU? Yes, it's LSU. Now, it's, in Orlando? Yeah. It's Taco Bell University. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's LSU versus Florida State. You got two guys, two quarterbacks, two veteran quarterbacks. You don't want to see Jared Verse go up no. against Jaden Daniels? It's Louisiana State. It's that school Bobby Boucher went to in the water. <laughs> That's actually who Florida State's playing week one. The kid's going to have seven sacks. People are going to lose their mind. Then he's going to play against an NFL defensive line. We're not going to see him. I can't wait to see the, the prospects you follow. You know, look like a you're trashing Brock Bowers in the top edge in the draft, potentially. Trenton Simpson was playing for Washington last night, or maybe he's playing for Baltimore. Otherwise, he didn't yeah. look good. Clemson no, look like Marge Simpson out there. <laughs> <laughs> no ACC defenders, please. No Big the 12 defenders. defender of all time played in the ACC, yeah. Lawrence Taylor. What about Aaron Donald? Yeah, what about Aaron Donald went to Pitt? That's in the ACC. Oh, yeah, your rule sucks. Your rule sucks. It's almost like GM. you're fired. All of my philosophy because of how well this draft went. What they do in this draft? Oh, they just—they were smart. They took a Big Ten O lineman that was the best O lineman in this class. But listen, if your boy from the ACC went. I I can get on the on the train if he looks like a freak show. I'd almost talk myself, God forbid, into Tyree Williams at one point. We cut a draft pit, uh, promo 
before the draft on Tyree Williams. I'm like, I can't believe I'm getting, he's six, six, at least I get, yeah. there will be no point of draft season ever. He could be, he could have steak dinner with us in Indianapolis. I will never be on Brock Bowers to Arizona ever, never, ever. Even if there's a fire, I will never. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're getting that sweet, sweet St. Elmo's uh, shrimp cocktail and a steak. Never and have have get alcohol poisoning from <laughs> all the bourbon you consume there. Like Listen, again, I was, I was doing God's will. Marcus in the chat, <laughs> get him Johnny DTs. Maybe we can convert Brock Bowers. Like I just don't see any DTs. I mean, the kid from Illinois. Um, Ohio State. No, 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 hang on. There's a there's a DT from LSU. There's a DT from Illinois. I think Ohio State's yeah. got a defense. Michigan's got a first round defensive tackle. Um. Let's not, we're not going to force anything, but let's let some players, let's let it breathe a little bit. That's why everybody, your boys, myself, Bob Brock, every other Tuesday during this season are going to host a little draft show that we're going to be able to tell you about more as we get into this season. We're going to be able to talk draft every single week, hopefully, or every other week, however they, much they let us, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, Every other week, that'll be enough. That'll suffice. <laughs> that'll be enough for you. We'll get uh, we'll get into probably when Caleb Williams and USC come to town. They're playing in Tempe in September. We'll probably do a show after that. You think they will let me get a credential for that game? Do you think yeah. they will let me go see Caleb live? Yep. Because I am not ASU media per se. Could I cheer in the press box? You just you show know, them your, your Twitter following, and I think they'll let you in. I appreciate that. <laughs> A big, that's a big game because it's like the last time those two teams play each other last time in the pack. Yeah. You got the, game. you got the Heisman hope, hopeful, hoping to repeat and avoid any kind of, uh, hopefully get over the hump as far as beating Utah this year. And then you got Jalen Rashada, who's going to be playing for uh, a five-star recruit. That's going to start right away for ASU. It's exciting. Eddie's saying you guys should have a running back big board. Mine's just going to say Jonathan Taylor, I think. I'm looking at a running back right now. Is is the second round too early for a running back? Do we do we wait for one of those third round picks? Because Donovan Edwards is on the board. You got Braylon Allen from Wisconsin. I like any of those guys. I like backs in the top ten, line style. <laughs> Jameer Gibbs, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. The same guy to my right wants to take a top ten, and Kyle Pitts and what's his name, <laughs> Brian Robinson, go in the top. You know, in the top ten. It's like that's how you do it, baby. That's how you team build Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's take Brock Bowers and with our other first, let's take a back. Let's do tight end running back in the top 10. You're being disrespectful now. Now, I want to get a t-shirt though, uh, and it's from the PHNX Merchandise Locker, and it's from our boy Greg Dorch, who was robbed of a touchdown last Saturday against the Kansas City Chiefs. Not sure if you guys have seen this or not. Greg Dorch, new t-shirt release at the PHNX Merchandise Locker, the player tee. Uh, I like to call it like the big head tee. Uh, cause they're just, it's classic. It reminds me of the dream team, early nineties t-shirts. It's got super soft material. I can't wait to rock mine every single football Sunday. Cause I think Greg Dorch is one of the best things going, not only for the Arizona Cardinals, but for this show, baby member of our squad. Hopefully we get them on later this week, but regardless, become a diehard, pick up this shirt for free and or a hat, whatever you want to do. You want to get a hat, do it. If you want to get a t-shirt, awesome. Do it though. Right now, become a diehard. Everything is open to you at gophnx.com. The many workings of our talent appears, including PHNX Cardinals beat reporter Howard Balzer. Again, no better time to become a diehard Bull Brock uh, as we are just several weeks away from the start of the NFL season. Yeah, there wasn't much more Greg Dorch could do or prove to the coaching staff last year to uh, get playing time, and they still didn't give it to him. Uh, and Cliff Kingsbury resurfaced today. His buddy Peter Schrager tweeting out a pick of him and, and Cliff, who's now the was he a quarterback He's not QB coach, but he's he's somewhat of a consultant, isn't he? There he is. Where are they? Are they at the MGM Grand? Where is Cliff this? refuses to reveal his location. Ever oh. since he was fired, he he's just off the grid. I mean, the only the only way you can kind of if you want a picture with Cliff, you just find a lion, and he's like, "Hey, let's just set up shop in front of this lion." Did you know I'm a Leo? <laughs> I didn't even uh, know he's that. he's got a track record. Look at it. There oh he my is. god. There's this is a throwback from the hard knocks oh, episode. <laughs> hey Peter, do you mind if we take the picture over here by this lion? Did you know I'm a Leo? It's like <laughs> guys, let me show you this subtle photo I have in my entryway, but I can never see it because I never leave the office unless it's dark outside. 
<laughs> Let's go back to Cliff Kingsbury in front of the. Is this our bet MGM sports book or is this just new stuff he got for his pad in LA? That's his house. That's, that's his house. <laughs> I, I I refuse to believe Cliff Kingsbury's coaching at USC until I see him and Caleb Williams together. I'm only yeah. seeing Cliff Kingsbury in like dark, non well lit rooms with yeah shit like this. Schrager was the one who broke the news that he was in Thailand. Like, are we sure he came back from Thailand or are they just putting up a, a facade? Lincoln Riley trying to build his NFL stock by just saying he's coaching <laughs> there because I'm not sure that's really happening. If he, I, we don't even know if he if he came back. I mean, our guy Jordan Schultz revealed to us on Radio Row that he returned from Thailand. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's fat checks from the Arizona Cardinals. Like, let's rush, man. Have a yeah. good time. Yeah, Julian. Yeah, I'm a Leo. That's why I have this giant, giant painting. Listen, man. Hawaiian. Cliff Kingsbury is a is a nice guy. He's a little he bit misunderstood. He's not Steve Kime. He's he's a good dude. Yeah. He's just, that worked hard. Year. He worked his ass off. He did. Yes. wasn't wasn't equipped to lead this team into the future. Got him to the postseason, uh, and it, he's a good, good guy. And I, I do hope he rebounds. Like same with Steve Wilkes. Like I'm glad Steve Wilkes has had a resurgence and Niners DC and is getting interviews again. Like you know, all the best, all the best to Cliff, as Chase says yeah. in the chat. We keep it classy. If you poison the franchise like Steve Kime, get away, stay away. But Cliff Kingsbury, you're you're good on my book. Yeah, I agree. Tomorrow, we are a little earlier tomorrow. We are going to be live at noon, correct? Yes. We're going to fire up these mics at noon. Arizona Cardinals are just going to be leaving the practice field in Minnesota. Um, might have a guest who is in attendance tomorrow at the practice. We'll see how things work out. Uh, but cards, joint practices with the Vikings. Can't wait to see what that produces. Should be some hard-nosed practices. And... Uh, it's leading up to the preseason finale. One more of these before the regular season. Make Colt McCoy play all four quarters Saturday and just let let it go from there. What happens, happens. That's what I would tell Colt if I were JG. Hey, you're going to play all four quarters. You're not Saturday. serious. Please tell the people you're not serious with that. I'm going to tell everybody, like and subscribe. Leave <laughs> us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. Like this video, by the way. Help circulate it around the YouTube algorithm metaverse whatever those words mean uh follow him on twitter at bull brock i'm johnny venerable we're back tomorrow check us out see you then